0: Alors, quelques mots sur uh, la pratique encore ce matin? Non. Wrong language. (laughs) 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 So, a few words on practice this morning. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, posture, I know many of you have your posture and you've been exploring this maybe for a while, but I think it might be useful to say a few basic uh, points about posture. So when you sit on the ground, uh, on the floor, on a cushion, you probably will uh, find that you need to have some height behind you uh, so you need uh, some kind of a cushion and not just like a, f- a folded uh, shawl or something like this. That's probably too low. You need to uh, probably need to lift your, um, your butt a bit to have your um, hips a little bit higher than your knees. If you're sitting and your knees are higher than your hips, it's probably going to be painful at some point. And uh, so you need to sit on a cushion, probably, and come on the first third of the cushion, maybe, and do a little bit of a tilt here of the pubic bone, so or lowering it. So so maybe you'll be sitting like this, and you have to play with this here a little bit. Can you see me? Yeah, okay, good. and. Uh, <coughs> and so by lifting a bit your butt, bringing your uh, pubic bone a little bit down, that will establish like a natural curve in the back. And you don't want the curve to be forced in any way, but you don't want to see like this because that's going to be very painful and you're probably going to be moving all the time. You know, So we don't want that. Uh, nor for you, because if, you're, if your body is agitated, you won't be able to uh, pacify your mind. The mind, the body, they, they function together. If you're uncomfortable, you're going to be readjusting all the time. door will be wide open to doubt, uh, aversion, uh, desire for something else, uh, etc. It's going to be painful for you and people around you. <laughs> so... Uh, so if you're on the, on the ground if you're sitting if you want to sit like, like this it's, I don't know you'll try for yourself but it's probably very difficult you probably need a bench if you do this there are a few benches here I don't know if there's a few still available but uh, sitting in this posture usually is done with a bench if you sit on your own, uh, on your own uh, feet that might be good for 10-15 minutes but past that point I'd be surprised if it worked well. If it does, keep it going, but as a general indication, that's probably gonna be painful for you. Uh, if you're on the bench, then uh, you you have a stability of the, the butt on the, on the wood bench, and the two knees, and in the same way you can, I don't have the bench now, so it's hard for me to do, but you can play here, and so you're not like, sitting like this, but you're sitting a little bit like this, so there's an opening in the lower uh, back. <coughs> On the floor, you also have the triangle uh, like this. You can play with this if your legs are crossed like this. You can, if you want, if you lift your butt, maybe the knees will come lower, and you'll be able to put one leg in front of the other, in Burmese style, so it's not crossing like this. It's one in front of the other. yeah. It's also totally fine to be on a chair. It's uh, Don't feel like you have to, you know. Sometimes we're attached to the, the look. But meditation is not <coughs> the look. It's really the heart and the mind, the quality of the presence. So it's totally fine to be on a chair. Uh, on the chair you have the same thing. You have the, the butt on the chair and the two feet. And it... Uh it makes for of a stable, a stable posture like this. Be aware also of being your back uh, in the seat uh, shape, and so you might come forward a little bit on the chair, if take a chair. I think maybe many of you can see. When I sit on the chair, I personally tend to sit on the, the front of the chair like this, so I have my like two feet and but making this triangle for the stability. As I do on the cushion, I often play with the hips here and the pubic bone to create some kind of opening here and the shape here. If you're on the back of the chair, don't try don't be like this I mean, maybe it works for you, that's what works for you, do that then. But this usually is very close to this. <laughs> so our posture we wanted to be alert as a dignity in it and also relaxation and so find what you need you might need to put cushions under your feet because maybe the floor is too low for you when we're sitting, there's two energies that are at play the first one is very obvious it's gravity and it, it's good for us so we are held by the earth there is gravity we can count on it we can really relax this lump of earth on the earth you can trust that there's another energy that is a little bit more subtle that will come with the mind it will become uh, more apparent maybe a tangible uh, you'll be able to feel it if the mind calms down a bit if you're very busy you want able maybe to feel it but there's another energy that is more of a the energy that makes the tree stand, maybe or the flower. Even though it might be hollow in the middle of the flower, there's something that makes it stand. And in human beings, we have this thing too. We have verticality, something that. And the more you're, you the, these qualities that I talked about, the quieting energies and the energies, the energizing factors, come. The more there will be this. Sometimes it's related to joy. Sometimes to uh, calm, stability, and the more and more you'll feel this, so that you won't have to do the sitting. the 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 uprising will be done by the energies of the mind. You know, it'll be the the interest, the all these qualities will bring the this. So there'll be the, the being held by the earth, and there'll be something else also happening. Energy energetically. If you have questions about your posture, you can ask me. I might not be able to answer, but I, we could, I could. I could look with you and question. Uh, look at it with you if you want. So somebody is asking here: um, Why continue um, to? Why would I continue to experience? Pain in uh, in the posture? Do I have to, or some, some, some something like this? You don't have to be in pain, not at all. This is not the path. You could decide to explore it, you know, to a certain amount. How oh, disagreeable can that be? Known that is a, can be a good idea if there is the right energy in the mind. If the mind has some stability to it, it has some curiosity to it. Then maybe I'll be able to uh, feel. Uh, the disagreeable but if my my mind i notice it's jumpy it's reactive it's it's going to fall very easily in despair or discouragement then it's much better than i ch- that i change posture one thing you can always do here and people have done it is to stand up standing up releases stand a lot of the of the pain and you can stay there for a couple of minutes and uh, minutes and sit down again uh, you could also choose to be on a chair if, the, the, if being on the cushion is too hard for you. For most of us, North Americans, we haven't been raised on the floor, you know, cooking and eating on the floor. So to actually uh, impose that on the body might not be skillful. You know, to demand that might not be uh, skillful because it's not what the body's been built for. So in a way, I'm a bad example because I'm on the floor. Mm-hmm. So it might give the idea that we should be on the floor. We, it, it's not like that. It's the quality of the presence that is important. So you don't have to be uh, in pain. You can also, if there was a lot of space here, I could, I might say, you could lay down. You know, um, the space here. You have know, to be somewhat courageous to, <laughs> to use <laughs> the, the space on this space, <laughs> But you could uh, lay down. Knowing that you're going to practice being awake, you know. So, somebody here is asking: uh, these four postures of sitting, lying down, standing, and walking are they? Do they have different methods to them? Can you say a few things about that? So, when you're when you're sitting, you might find, and it's different for. Uh, everyone, but you might find that your anchor like the kind of home base (coughs) or um, yeah, home base for your attention I'm going to stop here I'm doing something extremely difficult (laughs) I'm sorry about this and I'm washing my hands a lot so I'm trying to take care of you. Uh, So as you're sitting your attention might be mainly on the breath. It could be that. That could be your experience that you're mainly attending to breath and other events are known. Sometimes a sound appears and is known. And you might your attention to the breath might be in the whole body sitting and breathing. It might be only on the belly or particularly on the belly or the chest or the nostrils or somewhere else. There might be a place where and your attention when it gets scattered returns to this uh, home, home base <coughs> or you feel the posture itself being aware of sitting as you're sitting. and maintaining this awareness. Or as you're sitting, your attention might be... um, you might be practicing choiceless awareness. So choiceless awareness... you don't have a, a main place where you hang out, we could say. It's more like things come in the foreground. So if I practice it just for a moment here, I'll be aware of a strong headache, And the aliveness of the headache, the kind of tingling, disagreeable tingling. And I'll be aware of sounds, hearing rather. Suddenly poops, hands touching the warmth there, the touch of the hands. And an in-breath is known. I'm just flowing with events, yeah. And you could do a mix of both. You could have a choiceless awareness, and once in a while, just return to an anchor like the breath. Or for some people, the anchor, the, the home base, is sounds, hearing, hearing. That's where they hang out. And suddenly, a sensation maybe comes to the foreground. When you're standing. It might be that uh, your primary object of meditation, the thing that will be mostly known, I don't know if that's from my experience, you might have your own, but when I stand, often what I feel is mostly the energy in the legs and feet. You know, there's, there's, it's, uh, it's pretty outstanding <coughs> for me when I stand. It's, it's very alive in that area, so I feel that. And in that, there will be the breath, sometimes that will be noticeable, or the micro-movements and sounds. As you walk, uh, for me, it's often the stepping. But often when I do uh, walking, I'll do an open <coughs> awareness. So it means that as I walk, I'll uh, this way of practicing for me is by impressions. My sense is that life is impressive. It's a series of impressions. So as I walk, there'll be an impression of light, maybe, or cold, or an impression of a step, followed by an impression of, a, I don't know, stopping, standing, I'll feel that. So it keeps moving. It's an open awareness. Yeah. You uh, might stay just on your feet. Some of the instructions from the, the uh, senior teachers are to stay with the feet and feel Particularly the lifting, the moving and the placing to be there, just like let that universe become really alive, just down there, here. So not looking, but feeling this experience like that, of lifting, moving, and really being there for the placing, for the landing of the feet, that experience. So, what we're doing in all these cases, anyway, you might recognize, is not vague. We're not in vagueness. We're in precision. But it's also not tight. So, I'm not just sitting here. I'm repeating this because I sense that a lot of us, that's what we do. We just sit here in a general way. This practice is not general. It's very specific. It's uh, intimacy. It's close to phenomena one at a time it doesn't really matter which phenomena it is It what matters that it's it's truly as fully as possible experienced. so it's not like uh, pascal asked us to walk so i'm walking so i did it Mm -hmm. no have you felt the feet landing if you have that counts (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't and you felt something else instead that's also good But if you think you mainly did it and you're still a little kind of like bored and wondering what you're doing here, everything's in order, (coughs) you know, because the mind hasn't gotten specific yet. And sometimes the mind does get specific because it's instructed, but it's also to acquire something. So I'll be specific, so why don't I get the thing that I'm supposed to get now? Okay, I've been specific for at least... six seconds (laughs) you know where's this insight you know this is not uh, mindfulness this is uh, spiritual materiality is that the word you know it's acquiring instead of acquiring a TV you're acquiring you're trying to acquire insight this is not it it's something else it's a real connection with the world whatever that is (coughs) um And so if you were to do lying down, still answering this question about the four postures, uh, if you were practicing laying down, the idea would be first, I think I would make as a priority being awake because it's easy to fall asleep when you're laying down. And then it could be uh, maybe the main experience would be the points of contact with uh, the floor or bed or cushion. Maybe this. Or the breath would be what would be known. Or again, it could be a hearing. I spent, not anymore, but for a few years, I my main practice was <coughs> practicing like this. I don't know why I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have special back pain or anything, but it felt like I could the practice. So I was doing 20 minutes like this and flipping to the other side. <laughs> and the practice was just to feel the, the hands. And the breath, and as in all the other postures, what becomes interesting is to watch the mind—the mind that feels like there's some problem to solve, okay, or something that should be happening, you know, waiting for something to happen. All oh, this is very, uh, very important to start noticing, to be awake to this. I can't. I'm sitting here. I'm lying there and actually I'm waiting. Like at some point, it might become obvious. It might be hidden for a while, and at some point you might, oh, it just came into focus. Oh my God, I'm waiting. I've been waiting for 15 minutes. I didn't even know. (laughs) But now it's highlighted. oh, I'm kind of waiting for something to happen. And then you'll notice the stressful nature of this waiting or the postponing of life. It's not in this moment, it's in the next one. I hope, I want, I fear. you know. And so, paying attention to the body like uh, we do, the body breathing, the body hearing, the different sensations, the stepping, is at some point to reveal the quality of the mind of the meditator, or the quality of the heart. And... To, to discover that. So if I'm waiting, sometimes when I become aware, suddenly like, oh my God, I've been waiting, or pushing, <coughs> some, some kind of like, next moment, next next moment. By becoming aware of it, it might actually die down. Then something might relax. Oh, just here. And then I'll notice, oh, much better way to live. I'm putting words on this, there's no words. It's just, oh, it feels better. So sometimes something, a mind state that I notice will vanish in the awareness. Sometimes it will remain. Although I'm aware of uh, grief, it might not go away. Grief might stay, like a sense that i am lost something, with that sense of separation, of fragmentation, or some kind of, it could be a, a heaviness, or... Then my job, if it doesn't disappear, and it's not the point that it disappear. It, sometimes it does. If it doesn't disappear and it's alive, then my job is to see if it can be okay that it's there. Not for the rest of the day, not for the rest of my life, but now, just now. So I'm changing my relationship. Instead of avoiding, fearing it's gonna stay, I actually meet, allow for this to be there. So there's a sense of tenderness maybe that can arise. Oh, that easy. That easy to feel this. Can 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 it be found? Can it be known? Just now, just now. And maybe it can be known. So, So, the Buddha talks about everything of the physical world, that we can pay attention to, become intimate with posture, breath, sensations, uh, senses, hearing, tasting, so everything of the physical world can be fully experienced, it's never a mistake. During the practice, during the retreat, to experience something of the physical world fully. And then it opens a little bit more the field of awareness. We're invited to become aware of the mind state, the coloring of the mind, the texture of the heart, the, 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 the weather inside. You know, if it's stormy or spacious or clear or foggy or heavy. So and we can do this by using the, the connection with the, with the body. In being attentive to the breath, I will in time discover how is the mind that is meeting the breath? Is this mind uh, grumpy or tender <coughs> harsh or neutral? And so we're invited today, maybe to bring a special interest to that. Sometimes you'll notice you're going from uh, here to your room, or going down to the dining hall. Notice how, what's the energy of the walker? Is it like have to get, have to be there, you know, or is it fully embodied? You know, is it pushing, or is it? and all this is going to be extremely useful in life because we're not, we'll notice how we move about in our world, what, uh, what makes us move. Is it agitation or wanting to get or is it a fullness of presence that is there? There's one little last thing I want to say about being here this time. The schedule is a little bit more open, no? Like, just now, we had more time. Huh? The breakfast was at 8. We sit here at 9.30. Usually, there's not an hour and a half like this. So, this hour and a half is very, very rich time for practice. Um, there's a way... Where uh, one could say like Oh, it's the break So I'm just going to enjoy things So we could go towards sense pleasure Lay down, have tea, go skiing It could be just uh, sense pleasure And that's a a way to live You know, it's actually this possibility for pleasure here Uh, We could also take it as practice So it doesn't mean we would have to avoid uh, pleasantness It could be uh, ginger tea drinking by the fire. It could be resting in the bed for a longer time this morning. It could be going skiing. But still, there could be this... uh, not being general or vague, you know, just... but being more like, what's the taste of the ginger? What's the experience of the body resting? in a comfortable bed? What's the actual experience of light on the eyelids as I'm laying down? What's this experience of comfort, of ease if it's there? You know? If I go outside, can I be there? As I open the door there's this draft of cold to be there. And, and uh, not be as habitual as we often are. Like, slow down a little bit. <coughs> and invite uh, yourself, invite ourselves to notice. So noticing just a little bit more, just a little bit more than we usually do. You know? And if you're going downstairs here in the back or in the front or going up the stairs, can you actually be there? Even though you're actually in the free time and you're going to... uh, rest on your bed or draw somebody (coughs) mentioned drawing drawing. as you go there is it possible to be there this will be in practice so you'll be able to enjoy whatever you're enjoying and you'll be able also to develop a quality of presence that uh, people will be grateful for uh, around you later because there's nothing safer than being around somebody who's conscious. In my view, if I'm with somebody who are not conscious of their impatience or their anger, it's extremely stressful because I have to take care of their unconsciousness. You know? And when I'm with people who are conscious, it feels safe. I say, oh, they're impatient, but they know they're impatient. They're they're caring for it. They're holding it. They're they're aware of it. You know? But he says, "Oh, Pascal, what you said brought, brings a lot of a lot of reactivity to me. I want to talk about this. I'm, I'm okay. We're okay. We can talk about it. But if the person's unconscious, no, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's fine. No, you can say what you want. <laughs> then I'm with an unconscious being. It's dangerous. It's unsafe. And so here we're practicing being conscious of the mind states that we're in." So that we can bring this to life for our own benefit, own what's happening, take care of it, be responsible, that guilty or but responsible of what's arising, and uh, not impose it on others, and others will uh, appreciate that. Okay. So shall we uh, practice a little bit? of this practice is that we can always start fresh so it's not a problem if we've been lost for a few hours it's not it's not very important what's important is that now here now there is a possibility of what of being more present or a little kinder a little less harsher with ourselves or others Maybe first we discover that there's a body sitting here. We become fully aware of that. And it's in this state, state right now. It's achy like this, or comfortable like this. And can that be okay? That life is manifesting like this right now. discovering that this body is breathing. It's alive with breath. At some point it might become uh, also clear or stand out in some way that Body is alive with hearing, sensitive to sounds and vibrations. And by being with the body sitting or the body breathing. The body hearing. At some point, I'll discover probably the tone in there, the quietness, the attentiveness, or the agitation of scatteredness, or anything else in terms of mood or qualities of the mind. and I can let that be known, be experienced. Discouragement feels like this. Curiosity like that. Might become even a palpable, knowable awareness. What is the experience of awareness? What is it like to be aware? What is that experience of silent witnessing? feeling or touching It's not so much the sounds themselves, but the knowing of the sounds of, a, of hearing. Not so much the sensations of the breath, but the knowing of it. <coughs> not so much the mood itself, but the knowing of it. Again, I invite you to become aware not so much of the pain, if it's there, but the knowing of it. What is this attentiveness? Can you be aware of awareness itself? This experience I usually call MOI, me this knowing this intelligence that is touching or revealing phenomenon not so much the tingling in the hands but the knowing of it So, there's a lot to uh, explore here. um, So, the physicality, the material world of the posture, the uh, (coughs) breath, the sensations, the senses, the activities of the body. So, all these things can be uh, known with um, full or generous uh, attention. For me, the holding of the stick like this, there's a particular experience of it, or the headache here, there's a particular it's a particular formation, it's a particular event, so I can come close to that and feel that, instead of, oh yeah, headache, headache with cold, hold on, what is that experience? So I, I can come closer to this and feel that. And then there's the, we can become aware of the mood inside. Huh? the wave of impatience, you know, the... suddenly the... opening of... to calm, to a state of calm for a couple of minutes or so, you know, suddenly there's a texture, it changes in the mind, like I'm opinionated and self-righteous and suddenly I'm just... this passes by and I'm left with, I don't know, neutrality or humor so I can become aware of this and the other field that I'm opening us uh, inviting us to explore is the awareness itself so for many of us that's something we haven't questioned in our life in our uh, attention with our attention we've just assume it's me it's me walking it's me feeling the wood stepping it's me feeling the breath but now it's the question becomes hold on what is this thing that I call me what is this made of can that be felt and so what is what I call being attentive what is what I call mindfulness what is that texture of uh, the mind that applies attention that stays feels (coughs) something what is that can you can you uh, grog a little bit what I'm talking about there's something happening another way to talk about this is being like right now we are being is this being happening yeah there are all these different sensations and the mind states that are there, different in every one of us maybe but there's a beingness that is there there's a being touch there's a there's being that is happening and we're invited here to become aware of this what is this experience of being not to define it in words or anything, but to (coughs) touch it. What is it? It could be called intelligence, or it could be called sensitivity, but there's something that is touched by cold, or pressure, or despair, or joy. It's something that uh, vibrates when meets this in a certain way. Know, that. don't want to put too many words on it but it's an awareness of awareness itself so it's just a little bit more subtle but mainly the difficulty we have with it is that it's so much in the middle of the experience that we don't see it we're fused with it we we bypass it we, we don't recognize it it's, it's so there that we mainly can't see it, until we actually just become curious about it. So, in the walking there, there will be uh, the walking, then there will be the standing, before after you turn. And so, apart from the standing, this beingness, this awareness of standing, Can you notice this? Can you highlight that? Can you experience this, explore that? There's something happening, there's being happening, and we're busy trying to get something else, you know. Which is a very strange thing for human human beings. While there's this amazing, strange thing happening of being, we're busy creating opinions and wants and needs. And so here we're slowing down a bit to actually feel that. Who's that I? Who's that uh, me? What can be felt of that? So I think that's a worthy uh, investigation. It requires a uh, Calm and patience and curiosity. Questions about the practice? There's uh, groups today, if you, uh, if you want to participate in one, I think about half, more or less half the people have the chance to be uh, in a group if they want to. The groups, <coughs> it would be good to start them promptly. So don't make too many pit stops if you want to be in a group. Uh, you know, you can't have both uh, tea and the toilet. So you have one or the other oh my god how violent <laughs> <laughs> uh, so really double check we're in an area of investigation sometimes of like the present moment and the conventional world become all weird and so you think Saturday Sunday and you think you you think you really saw that it was 10.30, 1030, but actually your name is under 12, you know. And, you know, you can have assumptions, you know. So it's good to double use mindfulness in in a skillful way. Check. Today is Saturday. (laughs) And uh, and now it's uh, almost 10.30. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good exploration. It's a perfect day for that.